6. Giancana Maraggio's fortified private apartments were of a kind with the man's clothing, richly furnished in the most subtle fashion. The man clearly preferred to let materials and craftsmanship serve as his primary ornaments. The steel-reinforced door clicked shut behind them, and the Ferrari lockbox rattled as its teeth slid home within the wood. Moraggio and Locke were alone. The elegant miniature water clock on Moraggio's lacquered desk was just filling the bowl that marked the first hour of the afternoon. Now, said Locke, Master Moraggio, you cannot be out on the floor again until our assassin is sewn up. It is not safe. We expected the attack to come between the first and fourth hour of the afternoon. That will cause problems, said Moraggio. I have business to look after. My absence on the floor will be noticed. Not necessarily, said Locke. Has it not occurred to you that we are of a very similar build, and that one man in the shadows of one of the upper-level galleries might look very much like another? You... you propose to masquerade as me? In the letters we intercepted, said Locke, we received one piece of information that is very much to our advantage— the assassin did not receive a detailed description of your appearance. Rather, he was instructed to put his bolt into the only man in the counting-house wearing a rather large orchid at the breast of his coat. If I were to be dressed as you, in your customary place in the gallery, with an orchid pinned to my coat, well, that bolt would be coming at me, rather than you. I find it hard to believe that you're saintly enough to be willing to put yourself in my place— if this assassin is as deadly as you say. Master Maraggio, said Locke, begging your pardon, but I plainly haven't made myself clear. If I don't do this on your behalf, my master will kill me anyway. Furthermore, I am perhaps more adept at ducking the embrace of the Lady of the Long Silence than you might imagine. Lastly, the reward I have been promised for bringing this affair to a satisfactory close, well... If you were in my shoes, you'd be willing to face a bolt as well. What would you have me do in the meantime? Take your ease in these apartments, said Locke. Keep the doors tightly shut. Amuse yourself for a few hours. I suspect we won't have long to wait. And what happens when the assassin lets fly his bolt? I am ashamed to have to admit, said Locke, that my master has at least a half-dozen other men out on the floor of your counting-house today. Please don't be upset. Some of your clients are not clients. They are the sharpest, roughest lads Caparaza has, old hands at fast, quiet work. When our assassin takes his shot, they'll move on him. Between them and your own guards, he'll never know what hit him. And if you aren't as fast as you think you are? And that bolt hits home? Then I'll be dead, and you'll still be alive, and my master will be satisfied, said Locke. We swear oaths in my line of work as well, Master Maraggio. I serve Raza even unto death. So what's it going to be?